0: In my last podcast, I talked about paradigm shifts, what they are and their connection to repentance and why they are so difficult. And I talked about an experience of a friend of ours who grew up in the Amish church. And this young Amish man began asking his father, who was a bishop in the church, why their community practiced certain traditions. And angrily, his father finally responded, you'd be asking too many questions Well, eventually our friend left the Amish community and the experience was liberating for him while his wife, although she approved of the departure, found leaving her community ties far more challenging. Well, hearing the experience of these friends of ours illustrates the nature of many paradigm shifts. They are freeing, but force us from our comfort zones. More than that, when you start sincerely seeking the truth, you may anger the people you would least expect. The last 20 months, governments across the globe took unparalleled actions in the name of halting a virus. This has caused people to question many things they once took for granted. School board meetings that used to bring out four or five parents on a good night are now packed. One local meeting in my county lasted nearly six hours as parents waited to vocalize what had become all too apparent. Many adults who were supposedly in the business of educating and nurturing children prioritize politics, money, and power high above the welfare of children. Science findings were repeatedly presented from peer-reviewed medical journals by parents that did not back up the arbitrary decisions of those in power. Tone deaf to the voice of parents and taxpayers in their district, some staff and board members were seen rolling their eyes in meetings where high school students tearfully testified of anxiety and depression caused by mandates that had no legal backing. I remember a friend of mine, the young wife of a pastor, voicing to me her disbelief at how naive people, Christians especially, could be in supposing that the government and the media have their best interests in mind. Nobody loves you that much except Jesus, she exclaimed. Had I not had so many friends who are medical professionals and who clandestinely told me what they were witnessing in their hospitals and clinics, I would not have known how broken our healthcare system is. Had I not heard a missionary to Haiti talk about the CDC covering up cholera brought there by UN peacekeeping troops, I'd not have known how far back the CDC held responsibility in the deaths of thousands of people. Had I not walked closely with a friend carrying the weight of working as an in-house caregiver for girls who've been trafficked I might not have known how some judges and even those high up in law enforcement are themselves steeped in the business of child sex trafficking Had I not met parents whose children are suffering psychological ramifications from illicit mandates I might not have known that our psychiatric facilities are presently overrun I know more than one family personally right now who was trying to get a child admitted, but no beds are available. One father told me their daughter was suffering from anorexia that started as a result of lockdowns because quote, she said it was the one thing in her life she could control had a lawless pseudo administration, not tried with all its might to force an emergency approved gene therapy injection erroneously marketed as a vaccine and unlimited subsequent boosters on its citizens. While a farmer can't sell milk to his neighbors without a license, I might not have questioned the relevancy of our Food and Drug Administration in guarding our personal health. The commercials that make up the sparse television I watch are rife with advertisements of law firms looking to represent people who took a certain FDA-approved drug or who worked with some kind of FDA-approved chemical and are now suffering horrible repercussions. Or perhaps they have died. Pages and pages of recalls on contaminated food are listed on the USDA website from this year alone. Many of them perishable shipped for packaging overseas and then re-imported. Yet a local Amish guy I know can't direct sell his community organic beef unless it bears the stamp issued by a white smock bureaucrat who might on occasion wander into his facility. Few Americans are living, perhaps, who can recall the time before there even was a CIA. But the reality is that all these alphabet agencies are relatively new. Generations of Americans survived and thrived without them. In the last 20 months, these agencies are revealing their true colors through COVID, through what happened in our presidential election, and then the setup on January 6th, led with full approval by officials and a rogue FBI. More than any of this, though, I question how the same public that witnessed a governor and his sidekicks cheer the signing of a law to kill live-born babies. Think for a moment that these same people care about the sanctity of their own lives. How could an individual be anything other than ignorant or mad to parrot the phrase, if we save just one life, by someone who has a proven track record of actively playing a role in ending countless lives through blocking pro-life Supreme Court justices. And I am referring by that to Joseph Biden in 1987, I believe it was, the term Borking when he led an attack on then Supreme Court justice nominee Robert Bork. He had to drop out of the presidential race at the time because of plagiarism and because he had gotten caught lying about things even back then. Many of the experts we've been told to trust even to revere, we now see are inept at best. At worst, they have been weaponized against America's own citizens. Follow the money because the love of it is the root of all kinds of evil in our government, education, and medical industry. Shouldn't we the people have the freedom to question the experts? And when instead of answers, we get only anger, might we also question why? We are at war. Scripture teaches that there are two supernatural kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. Too many Christians have accepted the lie that the world is getting worse by the minute and all we can do is hold on to what we've got until Christ returns. Such a worldview paralyzes the church when weapons of might, weapons of dynamite, have been provided for us. In my book, The Two Kingdoms, Understanding Your Role in Spiritual Warfare, you will see the amazing power that Scripture declares is available to you. The Two Kingdoms, understanding your role in spiritual warfare, provides rich and uplifting teaching that will galvanize you as you step into what God has called you to do. Available on Amazon, or for more information, check out emilytomko.com.